It's the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast, bitches! And I'm Larry Monkey, and I'm here with Justin Rogers. What's up? It's playoffs, man. It's playoffs. Let's do this shit more. Uh, you're ready for the playoffs because I thought you were tanking in all your leagues, man. I, I, I thought that's why you went on this fucking hunting trip. <laughs> uh, like who goes out who goes on a hunting trip a uh, week 14 uh the fucking play like the the wild car playoffs uh and i'm like wait a minute of course run dff does this because he's tanking in all his leagues so what does he care about week 14 <laughs> look i was sitting i was sitting in the uh in the camper at the at the uh deer camp on tuesday night of course freaking tuesday night game but i'm sitting there watching the game like all right i need to know what's going on i'm like Am I getting into the playoffs? And you know, because there were a couple places where I was like, oh, I don't know, I need something, or I don't need something to happen, and it worked out pretty well. But look, you could tank in some leagues and win some others, and that's my goal. Let's win some that we're not tanking in. Let's. I, I just want to get it out of the way. Trade deadlines are fucking bullshit. Oh, trade deadlines. Really? You're so, telling me I was trying to make. I was. I was telling you right before this. I was trying to make a deal on Sunday. Or I was trying to make a deal last week, and the guy finally gets back to me on Sunday, and he's like, I, I can't send you a. Tur- a uh, counter offer, like yeah, that's because we had a trade deadline, man. It was uh, this week. brutal. Like the start of the the start of the playoffs was the trade deadline. It's like, man, well, I wanted to make a uh, a deal. I actually, I'm in a league with, uh, I'm in this league, New Hollywood, with uh, Shane's in this league and Madman's in this league, and I made this. It was a, an orphan I picked up, or it was a dispersal um, that I did on New Year's Eve last year. Also, I've had this team almost a year, and I wanted to make. A fucking I had no running backs. I traded, I sent a deal for Lev Bell to Shane for JD McKissick. I accepted instantly. And then everyone was just started chiming in. Oh, I didn't know the the trade that like the, he didn't turn off the trades, I guess. So it just went through after and apparently there was a tr- deadline. Oh, so, boy. Uh, they had to reverse it. It was like a big like everyone had like something to say. It was like Yeah, whatever. So I don't know, man. Trade deadlines are so okay. So let me tell you about trade deadlines. So I have this home dynasty league that we did a startup. It's like my home league. I kind of put this together. I'm commissioner. It's like a a spinoff of my home redraft league. So we got like a bunch of those guys in it, and a lot of them are first timers. Twelve teams, super flex. I did it like I did like all the bells and whistles. I was really excited to get this league up and running, and I have I kind of copied a lot of the settings from the Scott Connor league we're in in terms of just. You know, just the way the bylaws are 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 written because he did a great job with those. Getting that has nothing to do with anything. The the trade deadline. There's no trade deadline. So this this league made seven trades from the inception of the league. No one even traded in during the startup draft. Uh, maybe there was a couple trades, but there was uh, seven like legit trades. There have been eight trades in the last week. See, I love that shit. I like mean, everyone kind of got the bug. I kind of put it out there because we have a group me that I made. So they're trying to get used to group me and stuff like that, too. Like, I'm trying to make this like a legit dynasty league with it, the way, yeah, that, yeah. The way that we all do our, our leagues. So uh, I was like, yo, that's you know, buy and sell in time. And I made a deal with somebody. And I think they, the contenders started to get like, they got, they kind of understood what was at stake here. Next thing you know, these fucking deals started flying left to right. It was just like, bam, bam, bam. And I was, I was like, so, uh, I was so proud, you know, to, 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 fucking you know get this off the ground maybe this will create maybe this will snowball into the the the, the non-point scoring season when it comes to you know moving there were picks traded and stuff it was really fucking cool and it's a heavy tight end premium so a lot of t- tight ends went um so yeah man it was it was pretty and none of the and the trades were all over the place too i don't know if you i i, I shared that uh link but uh you know we had robert tanyan going for devin singletary and a 21 first I mean, this is a 1.75 premium with a two uh, with a first down bonus as well. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the no trade deadlines are the way to go. Trade deadlines are just make don't make any sense. Week 14. I mean, that's when you want to like, oh, you know, when you're ready to patch up your any holes you might have for the playoff run, and you know, sometimes, you know, whatever, man. I uh, I see uh, an interesting move by you here in this. Uh, you you gave up Ceh and Calvin Ridley, and you get Antonio Gibson and Ceedee uh, Lamb. Yes, I did do that. I wanted to get my hands on CD Lamb, and and that's how I had to do it. Ceh, you know, we're all kind of lukewarm on Ceh, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gibson seems to be the focal point, and he just kept picking up steam towards the end there. And I felt like that was, 
Clearly, yeah, I'm not a contender in this one. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm the uh, second to last place. Okay. This was the first year, uh, first year dynasty. I always go. Oh, you went real uh, young with rookies. Yeah, I go very young. Like I have, I had Ceh. I have uh, Swift and Dobbins, and okay. I, you know, I have like Rager and T Higgins, and I, I have just a bunch of young guys. Kyler Murray, but um, yeah, people are. Everyone's after Fant. That's like the hot name in the league right now. Everyone's after fucking Noah Fant. So, but uh, well, he, yeah, he, is, he is pretty sexy. So. Yeah, I'd chase him too. There you go. So, but I think we might as well just get into the run DFF. This is like the final episode of the. I think that there's take, nothing take to say about it. I, I mean, I, I was like, I was trying to think maybe the playoffs have, but no, you have completed your tank. You, you, this has nothing to do with how other teams play. This was all about run DFF, running chalk. Justin Rogers, the run DFF tank tracker. That's right. That's right. It was a successful year, folks. Successful year in the Dynasty Trades HQ Listener League, the OG HQ1 League, where I ended up with the 101. Not mine, because I started out 3-0, so I could not get the damn 101. But I did get the 101. Thank you, Mr. Heiser. Wow. The 103. Yes. Is that yours? Yeah, that's me. I got the 103. All right. So uh, you know, I started out three and zero. I started out three and zero, and then I proceeded to lose ten straight games. So what did that three and zero do to you? Did that separate like the one hundred one from the or the one hundred two? Like, what was your what did that three and zero do to you? Had I lost one more game, I would have been one hundred two because of the points. Stompy, yeah. Stompy got the one hundred two. Oh, um, the Stompy's pick have that? Does he? He doesn't have that pick. Yes, he, I believe he does. He does have his own pick. I, oh. I, I can't recall exactly, but I think he does. Now the 21 class is starting to come to fruition. They're starting to surface those names, and the, and the, you're starting to see the mock drafts. Hey, and you're hey, starting to see. I didn't finish. Oh, my God. Sorry, finish. man. Damn it. I'm jumping on, man. I know yeah. I'm jumping. drinking red well, wine tonight, man. I'm you going out. Down. You sit down while I talk about the rest of my first-round picks. <laughs> because <laughs> the other two first-round picks I had did not make the playoffs. So I ended up with the 107 and the 110 in a 16-team league. So I have the 101, the 103, the 107, and the 110 in a 16-teamer. And I also acquired another another 2022 first right before uh, all this happened. Uh, Manolo offered me a 2022 first for Michael Gallup. Now I have, I think, four 2022 firsts as well, at least oh, three, boy. maybe four. So now, those, this is going to be great. That, won't, that 107 and 110, see, in a 16-team – there's going to be five quarterbacks drafted, which is going to push all of those guys among seven, one ten. Yeah, like you're going to end up with a run. I could. Or, there's no. There's it, or it's a not Bateman or a, I mean Waddle for sure. You I mean you might even end up with um, Pitts. I mean, there's no. Oh, if I wanted Pitts with the one hundred seven or one ten, he's mine because I don't think he. I think he'll end up going in that one ten, one eleven range. If you think about it, there's probably three, maybe four quarterbacks that go in those top seven. Yeah, you know. So if and odds are I trade out of that 101 and let someone give me a king's ransom for Trevor Lawrence because damn it if they want Trevor Lawrence they're going to have to give me a king's ransom. So I'll take two firsts and a player. Where are you at folks? You heard it here. Two firsts and a player. But I ain't doing it until later in like later in the offseason. I want to know what you know. I need a quarterback. You know, I have like I got some players on my yeah, team. You don't I, have any. You don't have any picks. So. Dude, I got the players, bro. I got the depth. Yeah, but your players are getting kind of old. They're like 24, 25. <laughs> you know, that, those 24, 25 year olds, they don't they don't appeal to me as much. Oh my goodness. They're, they're all running backs. They're all running backs. Oh. Well, I'm a running backs guy, man. That's what happens when yeah. you're a running backs guy. You got CMC and Mixon, and well, you don't have Saquon anymore. That could have been a, a good starting point, but you know, all right. So your tank was a successful tank. It was great. It was great. Year. It was a really good, really good tank. It so, was money. On the other hand, that second round pick I got from you earlier this offseason or this uh, earlier this season, it didn't get better because your team just freaking keeps winning. That's right. Yes, I finished. I was in the. Uh, I made the playoffs and won my first round matchup against Manolo. Yes, our poor Manolo. Uh, yes, poor I, Manolo. I, you know that twenty twenty two first. I legit think it could be a top three pick next year. Wow, 
if, yeah. if someone will go and snag Tannehill off of him, that'd be great. S- somebody reach out and grab Tannehill because he has no picks this year, so his team can't get better. Nice. Oh, there he is. There he is. Hey there, sweetheart. Oh, so dropping in. What would you call yourself? The first seed? Yeah, the number one. Uh. <laughs> I wouldn't say number one just yet. Uh, you're the number. You're the. I guess the number one seed. Yeah. Yeah. You can throw whatever title you want on it. <laughs> <laughs> We're in quarantine, and Mr. At Real Fantasy Yeah, baby. All right, what's up, my man? How are you guys doing? Big, big win, Larry. It looked a little shaky there for a minute, but uh, it did. And then his team blew up. Yeah, he to pulled- get two hundred and five points or something. <laughs> I can't remember. It was something silly. And now I face off against old school. Who's he's number two C, but he scored the most points in the league okay, by a significant margin. Right, right, right. Josh yeah. had the, the, a great. Josh record. had the record. Yeah, but yeah, old school is a formidable opponent, and he's been in it every year. But he's been hit, he's been hit with some injuries this year, as as we all have. So you know, a duel to the death. How are you feeling about your matchup, Josh? Got that blitz. Got to got to see um, the uh, looked at my point total from last week and it. Would not have been good enough to move on, so we'll have to see if uh, if moves have to be made in order to shore up the team going into uh, the matchup. But uh, yeah, thank I, goodness I, we don't have a trade deadline in that league, Dan. Oh, yeah, I'm with you on that one. We Larry already had his rant about the trade deadline before you came on. We're so well, tired of trade deadlines. Screw them things. Well, you know, I'm I'm with you guys and. I mean, look, I play in a couple leagues that have the trade deadline and it is what it is. But I mean, I just love the fact that at this point, if I need to, you know, if I need to sell a guy to get, you know, maybe two guys to fill in some spots or, you know, whatever trades I need to make in order to try to win a championship, you know, I can get there and I can do it. And I don't have to worry about the fact that the trade deadline happened five weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the thing is, if you have the assets to move in the playoffs to get more pieces, you then you make the moves. It, it's it's not about – honestly, it's not about the players you have. It's about the assets that you can attain to get players. That's really what Dynasty football is all about. Well, Dynasty fantasy football. It's really about attaining assets to make your team better in whatever way it is. If you're a contender and you need players, why not be able to trade for them? So. And, and, you know, we're talking about Blitz, my opponent. You know, he, yeah. he made a trade last week where he traded George Kittle, who's doing nothing for his team, you know, a playoff team. He's trying to win a championship. He trades him off to Shane, who is, you know, he ain't doing nothing this year. And, you know, Shane got Kittle at a discount, but Blitz got two guys that are going to go right into a starting lineup and score him points and, and possibly – well, okay, so maybe score points. I mean, Devontae Parker did throw up the donut for him, got hurt. So. One, guy, one guy who'll score points. One guy score points, right, yeah. Which, which is still better than George Kittle right now. So. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, it was a tough trade when I saw that. I was like, eh, I don't know, man. And then, um, you know, I traded. I, I happened to Devontae Parker with me last year. I traded for Devontae Parker, and the same thing happened. He played one game, and, and like, middle of the game, just bam, that was it. So the it same like thing happened to me, right. same thing happened to Blitz. It's like Sipes said, though, if he had shopped around, he probably could have got more. Sometimes you need to shop around because that's George Kittle that you just sent away for Sterling Shepard and Devontae Parker. Now, I, I will I will say that I am the person in that league that originally drafted George Kittle, but I, I got Dalvin Cook right. and, and Brandon Cooks in return. That sounds like a pretty good return, a Pretty good return. It sounds a little bit better than Devontae Parker and Sterling Shepard. I'm yes. giving you hell, Sipes. If you listen to this, I'm giving you hell. You wow, wow, wow. I mentioned it in the HQ crew chat, and I didn't, I didn't tag him, but it's like he has like a sonar for his name out there, uh, <laughs> and he just popped in. And I know I, I, I it sucked that Parker got hurt right before, right after he almost scored a touchdown and gave me a zero. Like shit, it was close. But listen, I, I've had the worst trade luck in that league this year. I, and it started with you. I traded the second for Lazard. He goes out. I traded a first for Drew Brees. He didn't even play a whole Yikes. game before he was out. Yikes. I mean, just every guy I've traded for has. You may not I, get a single game. If you don't win this week, you may not get a single game out of Drew Brees. 
I traded I traded for Andy Dalton the week he got concussed in the Washington oh. game. I mean, literally every time I made a trade, the guy and now I'm I'm looking at, you know, I'm looking at teams and I'm like, all right, you know, what what assets can I acquire to maybe strengthen my team a little bit? And I am just so scared that the person I trade for is gonna <laughs> and end up getting hurt in the first quarter and and just but you know, but that's that's the cool thing about trade deadlines, man. I mean, it's not only helping the teams mm-hmm. on top, but it's helping the teams that didn't make it. Like Shane, Shane is gonna have George Kittle next year. And yeah, exactly. That's For obviously him. gonna help help his team. But if if Sipes wins the championship this year with you know Sterling Shepard and and uh Devontae Parker, then it doesn't matter what George Kittle does in 2021. Sipes will be running through the streets of fucking Miami naked if he yeah. wins. He won't give a shit about George Kittle. He's already said it. He'll say it every time. I don't give a shit about those about next year, or whatever. If I can win the title this year, that's what he always says. So yeah, I agree. You know, Shepard can. I like. I've always said I like Sterling Shepard. We had this conversation a lot in the off season. Uh, and- Larry and I did. I liked him more than Slayton. So. Um, yeah. Well, I, I actually during during I think it was during week one or week two, I, I give him the he is the I, I don't even call him the poor man's. I call him the homeless man's version of Amari Cooper. He He's going to give you some games that I mean, he's going to blow up and it's going to be nice. But then he's going to give you those, you know, three point games and you're going to hate that he was yeah. in your starting lineup. And, you know, unfortunately, he's nowhere near the talent level of Amari Cooper. But that he gives you kind of the same results. Amari Cooper has been pretty pretty consistent this year, so I, I guess I got to take that label off of him. But even when those scrub ass quarterbacks he's been playing with. Let's talk about though the, that fantasy timeline FC Eliminator. Mm-hmm. A couple people left in those. Well, I don't well, know well, Eliminator. Who might be left in that Eliminator of yours? Uh, well, like- <laughs> you know, I, I don't I don't really pay attention to it, but I have a feeling that Larry, you you may be aware of the. Uh, the remaining uh, members of the at eliminator. I'm in the top three, man. I'm the yes, top. you are, okay. brother. Larry, how many are you still in? Is that the uh, only one? So I was, yeah. So this is funny. I would so I start out in, in twelve, exactly twelve. Wow. I'm, 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 I'm still alive in two. Okay. I'm in the uh, I'm in the the timeline one, which I got into. Like they got it theirs together last minute, and I jumped yep. in that one last minute. That's a slightly lower percentage than the uh, the number of eliminators that I'm in, and uh, I'm I'm only in one. Honestly, I'm only in hours. Yes, and I'm still alive. But you yes. know who's not, Larry? Who's not alive? Well, some guy named uh, I don't know. He's like a pyro or something, or mm-hmm. I don't know. Fire? Pyro. pyro. Well, you know what? We got to put that fire out. <laughs> fire out. You know what works well to put fire out? What's a little that? bit of water. A little bit of water. So Pyro Corey, you bitch, you're a loser. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice to play in. You almost won. <laughs> and you know what, Larry? I was not the second to last person this week. Ooh. You know what? Out of four of us, I was the second. There were two people below me. So, you know, I think I got a good shot at this. Cam Akers is rolling, man. Cam Akers is rolling. Your team sucks. I looked at I looked at the oh, people You have no quarterbacks at all to speak of. No, I had Carson Wentz, Jameis Winston, and Tyrod Taylor. How's that working out for me? <laughs> you know how it's working out, Larry? I'm in the final three. You are it's working out. You're in there with Antonio. He's in the um, – I think – isn't he in the DDCL? I think Antonio. Yes, he is. I believe he is. EFS in the DCCL and, and Pulsar, 0102 at Pulsar. Who the fuck is that? I don't know, man. But they <laughs> I are, don't know who Pulsar is. They are in the uh, the top three with you, man. I can't believe it. Unbelievable. So was it Ike that got – it was Ike that got eliminated during our uh, off he week. Got, yeah, we, I flushed him. I think we flushed him. No, no, I flushed him on the ch- in the chat. Yeah, you flushed him in the chat, but you know what? He deserves the right. Fl- he deserves a full flush. Oh yeah, so you, Ike McNorman, yeah. you're down the toilet. There you go, you motherfucker. There you go, THU bitch. This guy's just that one. Ike McNorman. That was a loud flush. You fucking yeah. pussy. <laughs> wow. Larry with the uh, 
the very southern charm there. <laughs> like so, back in Mormon. So, I mean, Larry, talk, talking about uh, flushing things, are you happier that you moved on to the next round of the HQ1 playoffs, or are you more happy that you didn't have to flush all that money down the drain mailing that belt to Manolo? That was, uh, what made that you was on my fucking mind. Yes, you're right. That was 100 of my mind. Manolo, that was that. Sorry, buddy, not this year. Don't don't no. worry, Larry. If you if you somehow would have given up the ghost to Manolo, I I would have waxed him in the next round anyway. <laughs> <laughs> there was no way we were starting a, a a GoFundMe to get that thing overseas, man. Stay in stateside, <laughs> damn it. Did you hear the HQ guys going? Madman was really upset about. So I, I listened to that, and I was like, you know what? Where was the outrage when it happened to me last year? There's no outrage. So in our 16-team in our league, there it's, it's, a, it's, it's four four-team divisions, really. And it's, there's really no rhyme or reason to why there are divisions other than that there are divisions. And yep. when it comes come playoff time, the division winner has takes precedent over – any other team in a different division that may have more points or better record? Yeah, it's the four division winners and then two wild cards. Right. And it's the, the wild cards are based on record. No points or anything involved, just record. Checked the Dynasty Madman, and he was a little perturbed on their latest episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ uh, pod. So, yeah, he was. they were upset. And um, I don't know, man. I'm cool with whatever the hell they want to do. But um, whatever. Yeah. Oh, he was Madman was all about we're getting rid of divisions. We're getting rid of divisions. If they're gonna do that, then jack up that tight end premium. All I know is that uh <laughs> it wasn't even his division that was the toughest because the outhouse Larry Monkey, Shane, and, and Hooten division, oh, everyone man. had a winning record. Yep. Seven wow. and six or better. That's a tough division, man. Well, Madman would have gotten crushed. That. No matter who was in this round, Madman would have gotten crushed. Yeah. So sorry. But there were some, but again, there are some big trades in this league as well, man. A 16 teamer in the Dynasty Trades HQ league, you're going to find some trades because that's what they, that's what everybody does, man. Everyone has owned pretty much every player here. I mean, uh, Justin, you kind of kicked it off with that Ferkser trade to a blitz. <laughs> <laughs> that's when he started. That's when he started uh, beefing up his team. <laughs> I don't even remember what I got for that. What did I get for Ferkser? A fourth. Anything you got was gravy. Right, exactly. Like, I could give a shit. No, no, no. You gave up Ferkser and a fourth, and you got a third in return. Oh, I got a third. How about that? Yeah. And and then and then Michael Pruitt goes off with two touchdowns. (laughs) Okay, so Ferkser. No, Ferkser had like 13 or 14 points. That's the worst part. That's the worst part about watching the Titans is when it when a tight because all the, the only the, like the tight ends mostly scored touchdowns and every time one comes down with it you're like who which one is it man who the fuck is which the tight end is that Smith or Ferkser or Pruitt or Ferkser had uh 13.35 all right so I mean look if in a 16 team league you're getting 13 points from somebody that's probably a legit starter so but then shit started flying man that's, oh yeah that, then you got a little old school jumped this is when the first uh, the second seed jumped in old school kind of he plays it cool man he mean old school he's plays sneaky cool. man he's sneaky he normally does not you don't really hear much from him he's he's pretty much under the radar guy and but he boom pounced he was he was hurting for quarterback with Wentz getting uh, benched but he went he went boom right for the juggler giving up a 21 first and a 21 second for uh Big Ben from Shane so first and second old school trying to make the fucking secure just lock up the quarterback at a high powered undefeated offense i don't know i mean it's a and then, and then they lost and then they lost two straight, and now they're like a dink and dunk offense, and they're not making any adjustments. What's going right. on up here? You know, that's what happens too, man. The fucking – it's like the, the first trade is like a spark, and then it's just like bam, 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 bam. Like trade, 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 trade. So that's what it was. Ferkser set this off, huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. Ferkser won. Credit. Oh, I can take credit. Actually, the, actually, three days later is when everything <laughs> got hot. But the Ferkser, yeah, that set the table. The <laughs> That was the appetizer. Right. So Molo yes. gives up the 22 first. To run DFF for Michael Gallup. Yeah, God bless you, man. Yeah, God, man. God bless you. Take, oh, taking care, <laughs> take, taking advantage of that poor boy. And then he goes all <laughs> in. It's like he was sleep deprived from the twins and like the eight other children he has, and he was making poor decisions, thinking he was yeah. going to be like rolling in the playoffs. Poor Manolo. He followed that up with another deal. He he threw with two uh, seconds. 
to fishing for a win for JD McKissick, 22 second and a 22 fifth. So I'm sorry, a 22 second and a 22 fifth for JD McKissick. So Manola went all in. JD McKissick. Manola was going all in on the on the defending champ. Yeah. Whoopsie. So then outhouse. Maybe outhouse I can pick off McKissick for a third. I'll have to try that out. Ooh. I think you should. I, I mean, I definitely am going to try it out. You don't have to worry about Larry trying to snipe you because he don't have any damn picks. So, oh, well, I got, I mean, all I got left in 2021 is a fourth and a fifth. So, <laughs> these are 2022 picks, brother. You know what you're going to get? You're going to get the, I just paid a second for him. Well, what's he, what good is he to you next year? So, you know, yeah, congratulations. It's not my fault. My fault you overpaid. <laughs> it's your fault, Arlie. man. All right, then what else you got there, Larry? Well, then Outhouse. Outhouse is in the playoffs as well. He gets yeah. in on the party. He, he trades uh, Sterling Shepard and Austin Hooper, who's just been kind of a dud, for uh, Robert Tanyan, another Shane trade. So Shane gets Hooper and Shepard uh, and then gives up Tanyan. Who, That's going to come yeah. back. That's going to come back. We're going to hear that again. Flash in the pan, Tanyan, but he's having a hot season again. Yeah. And uh, Who knows? So it was a good deal, I think, for Shane, both parties. Shane's the big winner in this. Shane's the big winner. Because yeah. now we get to continue on. So then this is when I, I'm, I'm starting to get – I'm feeling the bug as well. I have uh, Dallas Goddard, and then I decide to get rid of Goddard just because of the hurt situation. And I, get, I give up Hardman, Myers, and Dallas Goddard for Gaskin and Hawkinson, which at the time was a great deal. This is right like a, like a day or two before Gaskin came down with COVID. But, yeah, that was a, a counter. I originally sent him Goddard. See, I'm really fine with that regardless because I I can tell you right now I'm not a Cole guy. And as a Georgia fan, it was just easy for me not to be a Cole guy because I watched him at Georgia and he wasn't good there. So right. all he can do is run fast. That's literally all he can do. So I'd, and Goddard, I'd take Hawkinson over Goddard. And then Myers, who knows? You know who knows what Myers is next year, so he's just been a kind of a security blanket for for Newton. It's whatever. I mean, and again, I've had these guys for a while now, and they haven't done really much. So, and yeah. they weren't they weren't in the starting lineup. So to be able to upgrade a tight end and get one that has a great end of season, he's a top three tight end. You know, yeah, yeah. Hawk, I, I like Hawk a lot. Right. So yeah, um, that was he came back with that, and I just accepted it. I was like, you know what. All right, so then the uh, final trade. Tanyan just went for that, so I was like, boom, I'll just get a top three tight end. I don't care about these guys. Right. All yeah. right, so then the final trade. Final trade, and this is when it kind of everything subsided, was on the 11th where where uh, Kittle, FF Blitz, making a run. He gives up Kittle, picks up uh, from Shane again, Devontae Parkin and Sterling Shepard. Okay, so you guys realize what happened here? Tight Shane, end best. No, 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 no. Shane gave up Robert Tanyan and Devontae Parker and he got George Kittle and Austin Hooper. That is his net gain on that. Well, Kittle is better than all those guys. So, well, yeah, but he gave up Sterling Shepard, or he gave up. Uh, no, oh, yeah, but that's a whole different story. But he gave up, and just in these two trades, he gave up Robert Tanyan and Sterling Shepard, and he gets all right. He gives up. He gives up. <laughs> Larry, listen. He gives up. Robert Tanya and Devontae Parker, and he gets Austin Hooper and George Kittle. That's what he netted. He netted George Kittle and Austin Hooper for Robert Tanya and Devontae Parker. Nice. And, and the crazy thing is, is that when he mentioned in the chat that Tanya was available, I was like, oh man, I should go I should go try to make a move for him. And then realized I already had Adams and Lazard, and I was like, God, I mean, don't get me wrong, you're a great offense, but in a 16-team league where you start 11, I don't want to be that committed to any offense. Oh man, it might be it might be that you should be invested in that offense and Casey, and that might be it. Well, I mean, I you know everyone is making these big trades. They're trying to get tight ends. They're giving up tight ends. But I have the wide receiver one. I mean, the tight end one, Travis Kelsey. So I don't have to worry right. about all the no, tight certain. end issues that everyone has. You know, I just, you've got two tight ends already in your lineup just by having Travis Kelsey. Yes, that's essentially what he is. You I know, mean, he 
he's either wide receiver one or wide receiver two in terms of yards this year. Like he's leading the league in in, rec- in receiving yards right now. Yeah, he's leading like, the league in receiving yards. So I have like the wide receiver one in yards with Kelsey, and then I have the wide receiver one in touchdowns with uh, Devonte Adams or Adam Thielen. Or I, I'm not sure which one of those two are, are leading right now, but one is one and one is two. So, I mean, I'm definitely going to make some, I'm going to try to make some trades. I shouldn't say I'm going to make some trades, but I'm going to try to make some trades uh, on Wednesday and see if I can uh, maybe shore up some of the weak spots. But yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. Blitz. I know Blitz is very gung ho. I'm sure he's going to be out there trying to knock on doors and, you know, shake hands and kiss babies, whatever he has to do to make some trades, but he's going to be creepy as hell. You know, he's just going to be sliding up in people's DMS and shit. Hey, listen, <laughs> I, I know him well. He's, he's going to be like, Hey, got, Hi, girl. how you doing? Got, got me some low end uh, wide receiver twos here. You want them? <laughs> you want them bad boys? Wait, are you talking about Shepard and Parker? You mean uh, like low end wide receiver threes? Hey, listen, I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to give at least a Parker some credit. We got another another sponsor joining the old hot sauce uh, family, Justin. Hey, hey, hey. So Pulley's Hot Sauce bringing the heat from Big Sky Country. Now, they have a couple. I mean, it's very interesting. I can't wait to. I don't even know what, what I should request or I don't know. I mean, he's got some, some very um, interesting flavors here. Maruga Island is like that's their premier sauce. Lover for hot sauce. I'm sauces. super excited to get these sauces in the house. I'm just saying. Yeah. I love a yeah. new hot sauce. So yeah, that's I'm exciting. Ready. So yeah, fully well, we're excited. Look, Chicken I'm telling you, just like I did the last one, just like I'll I'll make myself a sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit, and there goes the hot sauce. Because that's right. my gauge for hot sauce. I like it on my breakfast food. See where we're at. My day up quick. So Larry, I just want you, you know, make sure you save a bottle unopened so that when I win this thing. And I, I drive down to Jersey. We got we got something that we can you know we can throw on some food and you know we can kick a couple back and and enjoy you know. Come up on Saturday. I'll, I'll put the uh, I'll put the uh, projector on the wall in the garage and we can. You better bring a sleeping bag. I'm You're staying if you get down there because I'm telling you, a couple my ass. Larry listen, don't know how to drink a couple beers. Listen, <laughs> if, if I win this thing. And I tell my wife, listen, I got to drive to Jersey because I got to pick up the belt. She'll see me when she sees me. Hey, you know. Listen, she knows it could be a day. It could be a week. She... It's just a hop, skip, and a jump. Though it's just a hop, skip, and a jump. It has you. to be. How about I give it? If I if I lose this weekend, which I'm Uh-oh. I'm not going to lose this weekend. Damn, so, just come up and get the belt. belt. Let's come up and get it. Just come, oh, so if, this, if is the only, this is the only reason why I do not drink from January first until St. Patty's Day. I thought he was going to say from January first until January third. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I do not drink for the first few months of the year. It's like a like really? a detox. I drop about thirty or forty pounds. Like it's all yeah. like every year. Every year it's the same like cycle. Well, you and guys are going to be uh, in for a, a strange situation when we start recording in January and we got sober Larry on. No, oh, be green tea, Larry. I'll, no, I'll be super baked, Larry. Super, yeah, baked, super Larry. baked, Larry. Yeah, you're right. My bad. <laughs> we didn't say anything about the reefer, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. But, but, yeah, dude. So hey, we'll have some hot sauce. You do it. I, I want to take the show. I cannot wait for for to talk fucking 2021 rookies. Oh Thank look, you. I've already got plans to reach out to some people like. We've got to get some 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 I'm dead guys on. Well, we got. To, uh, I listened to the Debbie Delight the other day, uh, a couple of episodes in a row. Oh, it's oh, dude, a lot of fun, yeah. man. I want to get those both those guys on at the same time. As as Outhouse says, the non the non point scoring season. I love the off season. Oh, and really, that's what it's all about. Redraft it. You can you can get your fix for for in season stuff and redraft. But when it gets to rookie season and you're starting to make those trades and those picks are flying, oh. So sexy. Well, and it's, I mean, it's amazing because obviously, you know, I I wish I was as successful in every league as I've been in HQ1, but that is not the case. But man, picking up picks and starting to shed guys now, and, you know, mm-hmm. shedding your JD McKissicks and your, 
you know, Geo awesome. Bernards and all that stuff and getting picks for him and just go, man, you know, yeah. you're just mm-hmm. kind of, I, would, I like, did that with Mostert last year. I shedded Mostert and Robbie Anderson were two notable guys. I parted with at the end of the year. Uh, I also sold OBJ, which to you, I think, no, 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 I did that. To, no. That, was Putin, that was Brian. But uh, yeah, man, when I'm making a deal, I'm just like, okay, is this guy worth something? Getting most guys to trade them. That's exactly what I did with both of those guys. When I got most right. of my thought was, as soon as they start hitting in the regular season, I'm moving them. I'm right. moving them. Oh, yeah. Right. And that's why you trade. That's why. Yeah. And no- that's how I started out 3-0, and damn it, because I ended up with those guys scoring fucking points. But-, <laughs> <laughs> but it worked out. In the long run, it worked out. I got the first and the third, you know, the 101, 103, and I ended up with some extra picks. And- Can we talk about Greggles for a second? Because he really nailed, nailed his twenty twenty draft. Yeah, his rookie draft was fat. His rookie draft, he destroyed. He knocked it out of the park. Look at his team. He went from having like not even he had like nine players on his team. He did not have enough bodies on his roster to field the starting lineup. And now. He put up a he put up a, a fat big time score last with the, the other he like he would have yeah put 180 <laughs> points. Well, okay, so keep in mind he's got Jonathan Taylor and uh, Antonio Gibson, Cam Akers, uh, DeAndre Swift. Yeah, he's got DeAndre Swift. He's got AJ Brown, and because he traded for him, this is a Mims a pro Mims uh, podcast. Josh, I just so got, I just got Mims in a trade, and I'm very excited about it. Okay, trade it, trade it. Feeling on a team that I missed the playoffs with, got a late first and Mims, and I am I'm very excited about it in a 14 team league. His only issue is his he's got one quarterback in a 16 teamer. You have to have two quarterbacks. It just it is what it is. You have to have two if you okay. really want to compete. I've burned okay. a shit ton of picks this year trying to get a second quarterback. I know the I feeling. You. I hear you. I played. I mean, I played most of the season with Brady and have the record that I do, so I'm, I'm grateful. But yeah, man, like I burned two first round picks on Andy Dalton and Drew Brees trying to get a second guy, and now it looks like I should have just stayed pat because the guy who's been sitting on my bench the whole time, Mitch Trubisky, is now blowing up. So yeah. <laughs> I, I had him the whole time, and I just didn't know. He was right under your nose. Who who knew that that uh, Devontae Adams and Mitch Trubisky trade was going to work out for you so well? It worked out great for me. It really did. It really it did. It worked out spectacular. Stafford has – I was so high on Stafford, and, and I sold him for a profit before he died, you know, before he before they constructed his coffin and buried him and put the dirt on his coffin. Every year, Stafford's the same story with him, man. No, no. Stafford's been so good. No. But he, no, he was six. he was third he's six guy Larry. You Larry. know what, Larry? He was third. He was third when he went out last year. Third in points in in points last year for quarterbacks. When, yeah, he when did out. he go out? When did he go out? In week eight, or he played eight yeah, games. Dudes, I mean, it's a small sample. But he has, he's only been yeah, okay. Stafford is a, he's a legit Larry, quarterback, but he Larry, he's only been he's only been. Larry, he's been a wide receiver, or he's been a QB one every season except his rookie season, and two years ago in 2018, he was Matt a QB Stafford, one. Matt Stafford was my quarterback in my greatest fantasy season in the history of my fantasy <laughs> life. All I'm saying, Larry, is that there is a lot of history with him being a QB one forever. But forever, he is famous so for the fucking picks. He's famous for the pick six, man. Are you using him and Matt Schaub? Because Matt Schaub might have thrown a couple pick sixes here. Matt Stafford throws plenty of pick sixes. I've had him. I trust me. I I played in a league. This is how I know. I played in a league where a pick six is minus four. I was about to say. (laughs) So you get minus two for the pick, and when they bring it back, it's four. So it's like a reverse touchdown when you throw a pick six. So yeah. I know all about fucking Stafford and his pick sixes. He's thrown plenty, but yeah, man, it's the same thing. He's he's so um, he's reckless, man. He's always getting a fucking hurt. He's always banged up. He was playing injured. It's always a fucking story with Stafford, and that's but what Stafford I'm over I'm over like it. Hundred and forty games in a row before he got I hurt. Think Detroit fucking over it too, man. I think uh, <laughs> like the guy has been a legit top twelve quarterback for what 90 percent of his career, but yeah, he's been fine. But that it's the it's the pick sixes, man. Look them up. 
Yeah, but who cares about pick sixes as a as a as a fantasy quarterback? I mean, as a fantasy player, unless you play in a league that. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's typical actually, Stafford though. It's typical Stafford, like right when he's like having an, a decent game, and you're like, "All right, Stafford's finally fucking coming through for me." He's like, he's in the fucking inside the ten, and he, and he gets busted ribs. Like it says, "That's textbook Stafford." Right? You're just like, "Ah, oh, fuck." See, this is what I'm talking about. It's textbook Stafford. The guy literally played like 130, 140 games in a row, and you're like, "Oh, he got busted ass ribs, and he's out." So, so <laughs> in eleven seasons. Yes, Matt Stafford has thrown twenty three pick sixes. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, you, it, uh, I, I accept your apology. No, I, I'm not arguing with you. I'm not arguing with you. No, he's still really good, though. I mean, <laughs> that's that's uh, that's more than two a year, dude. I'm telling you, bro. No, no, he hasn't thrown two a year. He throws them in. But there's been plenty of bunches. Well, I know, but like if if you if you take out the average, Larry, because that's how that works. Eleven seasons, twenty three. Yeah. Pick six is that's slightly more than two per year. Yes, that is how that that's how that math works. A lot of he is currently seventh all time (laughs) in pick sixes, and he's only thirty three. It's not like he's 40, 42, and he's played. And I'm not I'm not coming up with this from statistics. I'm just coming up with this stat just from just from my Stafford ownership and being a part of this guy's career. If you own him in a league where you're penalized for pick sixes, I I can understand it. Yeah, Josh, with the fucking coming through with the stats. I Let me put one again. What is he, seventh all time? Did you just say? He is tied for seventh with Carson Palmer and New York Jets great Vinny Testaverde. Oh, I was talking about to say Eli Manning. Oh, a ton of picks, yep. Oh, no, Eli Manning is right below them with 22. <laughs> yeah, See, that, that makes a lot of sense. Stafford, dude. Yeah, man, he's a pick six. Again. Larry, we don't care about pick sixes in fantasy football. Right. But hey, hey, listen. You're a weird ass league where you're penalized for a pick six. <laughs> he, he is on a list of great quarterbacks, though. Brett Favre, Dan Marino, New York Jets great, Joe Namath. New York Jets great, Brett Favre. New York Jets great, no. Brett Favre. <laughs> uh, Peyton Manning, Philip Rivers. The guys have thrown a shit ton of passes. Yes, he's a, he is on a list with like to, be fair, to be fair, he's not thrown nearly as many passes as most of those guys. And so, he's yeah, probably, I don't want to rag on Stafford any more than oh, come on, let's rag on Stafford a little bit. It's fine. I'm a Georgia fan, but I, I, I love the man, but you know, whatever. I, I can I, I can get down with it. It's fine. Good quarterback that's played for a bad franchise. Cool. Uh, Detroit's not a good franchise. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Bill, if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> Oh, poor Bill. You starting DJ Moore this week? Who? Start DJ Moore. I mean, this guy was I'm the sorry, slave. This, guy's, this guy was the bee's knees, and now no one wants now he's he's the Corona I'm King. I'm sorry. Remind me, who does he play for? DJ Moore used to be uh, everyone uh, DJ Moore and Chris Godman were like the were like the, the twin, the te, like the twin. Okay, so I still like I still like Chris Godwin. I still like Chris Godwin because up until last last week, he had like 15 plus points in three straight games and was playing pretty well. Just had a bad game. But who who's this DJ? Who what? DJ what? I mean, Warren? is he a are we, are DJ we Warren? Jagmore? DJ Jagmore? Are we back to that? Oh, ouch. No, oh, look, I like DJ Moore. What do you think, Josh? Well, you know, I, I, I want to hit on Chris Godwin first. We have to remember this Arians offense. This is like this legendary offense. But one of the, one of the things this offense is known for is year one having to work out the kinks. And Carson Palmer even said as much in interviews. Like that first year, the offense is just crazy. You're trying to get it into your head, and you're trying to, you know, remember where everybody's supposed to be going. And then year two is when the offense really takes off. So if you got Tom Brady you know, who I think is probably the smartest player in the NFL is probably still not only trying to work through this offense, but trying to work through brand new receivers, brand new offensive line, brand new everything. I think year two, if there is any kind, even if there's a slight discount on Chris Godwin, I'm buying and I am buying a lot because he's doing this in the quote unquote down year in this offense. Like, you know, Let's go. And DJ Moore, I mean, listen, I may have been one of the biggest DJ Moore detractors out there, but 
I mean, people treat him like he's like a wide receiver three, as we were talking yeah. earlier. And and the dude is the dude is on pace for like twelve hundred yards. Like I know. He's, like okay, so DJ Moore was not having a bad season by any means. He was not having a bad season. He was having a a quietly good season. Not not what everyone hopes he would be. He's not. I, I don't know if he's ever going to be the top five producer. Now, value wise, you could still keep him in that five to seven, eight range if you really wanted to. I don't know that I would, but value is not necessarily the same thing as production because you get you get those guys that come and go, those high low guys. At some point, you have to say, okay, I'll value the every year wide receiver twelve as my wide receiver eight in dynasty, because I know every year I'm going to get wide receiver 12, right. you know, I, instead of, well, I got the wide receiver four this year and next year he's the wide receiver 23. Well, that doesn't help you in the long run. No. You know, and that's the thing about dynasty that people kind of overlook is that you, when you really think about it, you're not necessarily looking for, I need the production of this year and that's the guy that's going to be, you know, it doesn't match the yearly production. Sometimes it's about age, length of production, et cetera. So if you have a 23-year-old wide receiver that's going to be a wide receiver 12 to 15 every year, he's going to be valued high. He's going to be valued as a wide receiver 5, 6, 7. You're not going to get wide receiver 5, 6, 7 years every year out of him, but but just the, the fact that you're going to get 10 years of wide receiver 12 to 15 is significant. Well, and I think, too, with DJ Moore, I think people went into the season underestimating a lot of what was around DJ Moore. It was like Curtis Samuel's not really that good, and Robbie Anderson is only a deep guy. Matt Rule is going to struggle in his first year in the NFL, and he's not going to get it. And it was all this underestimation. Then it's like, well, damn, Rule is a good coach, and Robbie Anderson can do more than just catch like 70-yard bombs. And Curtis Samuel is coming into his own. And I think that's kind of taken away some of DJ Moore's perception. But, I mean, I just looked up his stats. Dude has 924 yards, and he missed last week. So, I mean, <laughs> the, the guy is good. I mean, he doesn't get you touchdowns, which sucks. But, I mean. I think we're, we're very impatient in this world with of fantasy football as well. I mean, Devontae Adams, he, he, was, he didn't really – Turn into Devontae Adams until like year three or four. Yeah. If you want to look at his his stats, you know, yep. DJ Moore is only in his third year, I believe. Is this, is he's in his third year or is his second year? Uh, I think this is his third year. But but and here's yeah. the, here's the thing too. Like I and I say this all the time and I joke around about it, you know, talk about dynasty players. Oh, dynasty players are thinking three to five years ahead and they're trying dynasty players are more impatient than redraft players. Because dynasty players are like, oh, I expect to keep Jonathan Taylor for five years. And after week three, this guy sucks. I can't have him on my team anymore. I'll trade him for a second round pick. I don't even care. You know, and you hear all this, this talk and it's like, dude, like, can we give the guy like maybe a complete season before we determine if he's, you know, week five, he was Trent Richardson, apparently, according to Twitter. Yep. And and now this dude is just blowing up every game, and it's like, oh shit! Like this guy is really good. Well, no shit. We knew this guy was good in April. I have a question that I'm gonna. Uh, this is gonna be a popular question. I think every episode at this point with all of our guests, because I have five first round picks in a twelve in the in the, the war zone listener league. I had a pretty good. I had like a mediocre average to above average team, but Jerry. Sinclair has this like re- the most ridiculous team you've ever heard in your entire life. Like the wor- like it's pretty much the most silliest, the silliest. I don't know how he got everyone. It's a sleeper league, so I I just like turned my back. I wasn't really paying attention to sleeper. Next thing you know, I'm like I'm like holy shit, how the hell did this guy get all of these guys on his team? And he's projected to crush everyone in his path. He's got it's a it's a twelve it's a twelve team super flex league. He's got Aaron Rodgers, Zeke Elliott, Alvin Kamara, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Calvin Ridley, Travis Kelsey, Stephon St- Diggs, and Matt Ryan. That's it. That's a start nine. Uh, he's got no one on his bench, but that's the s- most serious starting lineup I've ever. And he just crushes everyone. 
So I was like, I'm not going to deal with this crap. I'm just going to fucking boom, sell pieces, get picks, bam. So my so my my top my five first round picks turn into the one, the two, the three, the five, and uh, one to be one TBD. Are you taking Lawrence and Fields in a super flex if you have the first and second pick? Yes. Even if unless, you have Mahomes, I have Mahomes, Baker, and Darnold on my team. I, I don't care who you have, unless unless someone is coming at you with a deal that just is insane. Yeah, I, I'm taking those guys because first of all, I mean, if you're telling me you can start, you know, our our main man right here, Justin from DFF, just said Trevor Lawrence can completely change that franchise and make it one of the premier franchises in eight years. You're telling me you get to start Mahomes and Lawrence? Yes. Like, sign me up. And, and and he did it perfectly in the HQ HQ1 league. He has Mahomes and Kyler Murray. Yeah. Like, he's set at quarterback for – So the- who are you but, – but he also has the 1-1. One, one. So my plan is I'm going to sell – so I have these first-round picks. I feel like I'll sell a first and a second for a first. Give me your first, and I'll take – your first, I'll give you a first. You give me your first in a second. See, okay, so Larry, the only thing is, I'm not bumping off the 101 to get to the 104 without another pick, without another first round pick. Right, right. You yeah. know, because you can't, you can't get to the 102 or 103 because you already own those. So the first pick right. you can get is 104. If you're trading the 101, you need the 104 and another first, probably another player as well. Well, that's that's if the guy with the 104 wants to deal. And, and if he doesn't, you take Trevor Lawrence and you deal one of the other quarterbacks. I take Josh you know? Fields. I take Lawrence I mean, and Fields. You just take the guys and worry about – you take the value and you worry about players later. Because I could – I mean, God, because I have a good team now because I, oh, I have a, all these young guys. We're yeah. talking like Rager and Lamb and Mims and, and Sanders and Akers and Mahomes. And, and so I have, I have this great base of a team. And then I'm like, man, I could just add like the top five. I could get fucking Rondell Moore and Bateman and and Chase, uh, Jamar Chase and Etn and Najee Harris. I could pick. I could just pick pick right, those right. off. Bam, bam, bam. Or do I want the? Do I want to corral the quarterbacks? I don't know. I don't want to. I don't me, know if I want to corral the quarterbacks. Well, see, to me, it's not about corralling the quarterbacks. It's about getting value for the pick. So, and I think that when it comes down to it. And the hype grows on Fields and Lawrence. You're going to be able to move one of those picks for, and, and you know, I would look at the 104. Uh, this is the the key thing. Look at those rosters. So you know, when it comes down to the it, the 104 guy need a quarterback is what you're saying. If he needs a quarterback, so uh, when it comes like Greggles needs a quarterback, he's got the 104 in HQ1. He absolutely needs a quarterback. You know who I'm targeting when when the draft comes around? Yeah. I'm targeting Greggles because he's going to have to have a quarterback or he's dead in the water. He's got he's got some decent pieces. He doesn't have enough picks to really make a difference this, this year. This guy, the guy that has the one four, his he has two quarterbacks on his team. That's it. He's got Joe Burrow and Mitch okay. Trubisky. Oh, so he has one quarterback. <laughs> because come this offseason, he only has one quarterback. Yeah, Mitch Trubisky is not a starter in twenty twenty one. So I should <laughs> trade him the one hundred one, and you get the one hundred four, and look for a lot more. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'll give you I'll give you an example of a trade that happened last year for the 101 in a 14 team superflex that I was in. Guy traded out of the 101. I don't he got two 2020 or I'm sorry, two 2019 first and a first this year. Like yeah. like he got three firsts to go up to one, and I can't remember where he dropped down to in that in that swap. But yeah, I mean you're you're, you essentially have Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. Let people come to you with offers. And, right. Damn right. And I wouldn't take I wouldn't take anything less than multiple firsts. Absolutely. Well, if, I mean, if I'd he, want multiple firsts, and I'd want at least two firsts. The one hundred four, like so, we were talking, Josh. You, you stepped away for a moment with the one hundred four has uh, Mitchell Trubisky and Joe Burrow. So he has Mitchell. He has Joe Burrow. Is what he has. So I'm getting the 104. I'm getting something else and a player. That's how that's how I look at it. Yeah, like I mean, th- this has to be this has to be a real NFL draft. 
He's got Sutton. He's got Chark. Okay, so Sutton over Chark, but keep going. Because I'm I mean, assuming that Drew start, Locke is got Paris Campbell. His starting lineup is Gusecki, Wilkins, so he's got a ass team. I mean, he's got Cup. Cup, Thomas. I mean, he's got the one four, so his team's not going to be that great. He's got the starting lineup right now is Trubisky, Cook, Chubb, Chark, Michael Thomas. He's got Dalvin Cook. Cup. He he's does. got Dalvin Cook. Yeah. What if you can get the one hundred four and Dalvin Cook, and then you move Dalvin Cook for two young players or or a or a pick and a player? You think this guy's going to one hundred the one hundred? I, I give him the one two. I give him the Josh Fields. Justin Fields. Justin Fields. So I give him the don't one forget, four. Don't forget Justin's name. Don't you dare forget Justin's name. I give him Dalvin Cook in the one four for for the one two. You think if I you can pull that off? Sure. But if if I could give if I could give the one oh one for the one oh four and Dalvin Cook, I would. But then I'd immediately be moving Dalvin Cook. Because right. just like we were talking about this in, in the HQ crew chat right before we came on, and it was the Derrick Henry conversation. And I stated, and I'll stand by it, if you have Derrick Henry, okay, first of all, if you have Derrick Henry, you're probably contending this year. Do not trade him. Right. But if come January you have not started to make moves, if you're not looking to trade him in this offseason, you're playing Dynasty wrong. He's going to be a 27-year-old running back with 1,200 carries on his – you know what? Make the move. 27-year-old running backs don't last. You, know, you may get one more good season out of him. If you're if you're the Derrick Henry owner, but at this point, what is one more good season and then dead in the water? Get value while you can. The same thing goes with Dalvin Cook, who is banged up, constantly, constantly fighting injuries. You know, to me, and especially if you're that rebuilder that has the 101, 102, 103, 104, 105, 106, like Larry does, he's got like 19 first round picks. You want the young players anyway. So yeah, 104 Dalvin Cook for the 101. If you can get the if you can send it for the 102, sure. I'm going to try the 102 first and see what he says. First of all, you you are in the driver's seat. So you should not be the one reaching out to people for trades for yeah. these picks. Let people watch the championship game. You know, Clemson is Clemson is playing Notre Dame this week in the ACC Championship. Let them watch that game. Let them watch the national championship with yeah. the combine is going to come, you know, hopefully, you know, people are going to be running around in shorts and, you know, Trevor Lawrence probably won't throw any balls, but like they're going to talk to him and you're going to get the report that Trevor Lawrence wowed people in interviews and, that, <laughs> and, the, and the price of the pick is just going to go up and up and up. And you know what? I don't even care if you keep that pick until draft day. Exactly. Like keep it till draft day. And you let everyone know, hey, 101 is Trevor Lawrence. I'm taking him. No, you shut your mouth and you listen to me. There are two quarterbacks and everyone else is a dart throw. And there's going to be a lot of dart throws in the first round of, of, of drafts this year in rookie in rookie drafts with the quarterbacks. And it's not bad dart throws. But what I'm saying is there are two winners. It's it's Lawrence and Fields. They're, they're slam dunks. Okay. So, I like so it. If you, have, if you have the 102 – you're not moving him for the 104 and a dart and a true dart throw in the second round because when you get to the 16th pick of the draft, you're just you're it's I mean the hit rate is so low. You're so not the one, so the 103. Well, if so, I'm going for Lawrence and Fields. The 103 right. is worth really nothing. It's just that's just a, the next Wrong. pick. Wrong. No, that's Travis Etienne. I mean, is but but is is Trey Lance in a super flex going? In no. the 103, he's got no. the 104. The guy with okay, here's my point the guy with the 104 that only has Burrow, probably going to take Trey Lance with the 104. Good, let him have him. Yeah, all right. Because just like Justin, if you already have, if you, I mean, I don't think you should take two quarterbacks, I think you should trade out of the spot and get some real value. Right. And even if it's not, if it's the 104 and you know, a David Montgomery or somebody. It's still I better. Would, than, well, I would never want to. I would never want David Montgomery. Well, I mean, just, I'm just saying, like a late first ish player, because at this point, David Montgomery's probably worth a late first. But say you can get the 104 and Antonio Gibson, or something like that. That's that's a move I would make for the 102. Where wow. I'm getting a player. I have the 104. I'm giving up my 104 plus a yeah, you're significant giving up the 102. player. 
You're giving up. The, oh yeah, right, right, yeah. To get to a quarter. 104 significant player for the 102. You're 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 you're, uh, you're of that mindset as well, Josh. Yeah, because because I, I always like to relate rookie picks into where they're going to go in the actual startups. Right. J- Justin Fields is probably going to be a second round startup pick in Superflex. Right. Okay, like, so at very worst, he's a late third, early fourth rounder. This is how I look at it. Oh, I don't. I don't think he makes it there. I I, probably not. Probably not. In a in a smart league, I don't think he's going to make it that far because we already know Trevor Lawrence is going to be in Superflex startups. He's going to be a first round pick. That's that's dunk without a doubt. And you're talking about a guy who's probably going high to mid second in Justin Fields. I love. That the, so, Jets, the Jets quarterback is going to be the 101 in fucking Superflex. Uh, I didn't say 101, but but it's in rookie drafts. In rookie drafts, oh, rookie drafts, yeah. slam dunk 101. Yep. And, and you're talking about a guy. So again, Larry, let me ask you this question: Are you trading a high to mid startup second round pick for a first and a second round rookie pick? Am I trading a high to mid? Second round startup. Second or so an early second in a startup for, for a first and a second round rookie pick in the next year's draft. Let's just call it the next year's draft. No. You don't make that trade ever. No, fuck no. But fuck that's no. what but that's what you're talking about when you're right. saying right. I would trade the 102 for a first and a second round pick. Right. Josh Ooh. and I think very similarly. When I start to look at what trades, I want to know what they're doing with with their uh with the like startup value. So I want to know, okay, would I give up this second rounder for a fifth and a seventh? Fuck no. Would I give up like when, 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 uh, Sipes did that trade and he had, uh, Kelsey, I mean, when he had Kittle and he gave up for Shepard and Parker, am I giving up a second to third round startup, probably a second round startup pick for a seventh and ninth rounder? I can't even get a pick thrown into on that deal. Hell no. He, he just didn't got shop a first around. Thrown. He could have got a first thrown in on that. Pick. He didn't shop around, and that's that's just it. But you know, Sipes is different than than the three of us because I think we still value we still value. Uh, you know, he, he, value. I think he was in, I think he was into making the pick on the show. Like, there's a lot of factors, and when, when you know, the mind is so important when you're making a deal. Like, I, like I like the, the, I've I've talked about all the crazy deals I've made and some of the startup mishaps I've had because yeah. my mind was somewhere and the pool guys were over and I was I was <laughs> baked and it's all these kinds of stuff that happens that factor in on why you make yeah. her. Um, I don't know. I'm 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 actually about to make a trade in the HQ league. Are you? Oh, oh, it's happening. Ho- hopefully, it's not any of my targets. I have a few targets that I identified today. So, I mean, the good thing yeah. is if you take one, I have other ones that I I'm eyeing up. So, want me to tell you what it is? Sure. Joe Mixon or David Montgomery? Just straight up. Yep. I mean, for this year, Montgomery, for, like, the next three, I guess Mixon, but, I mean, they may be closer than a lot of people think. What's your thoughts, Justin? I'm honestly, you know, I told you earlier I'm fine with it as a contender. So, I mean, CMC's not playing. He's not going to play the rest of the season. Why? Why bother playing CMC for fucking week? He's, he's again. He's out. He, he's projected or expected to be out this week. Yeah. So, man, as far as that goes, it's one of those so frustrating situations where every week you think he could I mean, be back. Everyone hated Derrick Henry until Derrick Henry went berserk. Everyone hate hated hates David Montgomery. Why can't David Montgomery start going berserk? I, I think he has been going berserk. He has been, but it's but I mean clearly Derrick Henry has a has this like bu- like physique that's that makes everyone well, puts everyone in, in awe. Well, first of all, David Montgomery going berserk is, is no offense, not on the same planet as Derrick Henry going berserk. Right. I mean, Derrick Derrick Henry is God mode right now. Yep. And, and that is, but I mean, but David Montgomery has been tearing shit up. Like, let's. I don't want to disrespect him by trying to compare him to to Derrick Henry. He's been tearing shit up. He's been playing well. Like if if that's a guy, if that's a guy you can get on your team, it definitely makes your team stronger for this year. 
in a 16 team, especially where you know you you're, right. you need starters. Yeah, where you don't want to be starting Greg Ward. Dang. Oh, and that trade Ward. just went through. Whoa! Uh oh. That neighborhood. And and the funny thing is Montgomery was was one of my targets. So. Oh, hey now. Which, which is fine. Which is fine. I had a, a lot of players targeted, so it's, you know. <laughs> wow, this is exciting news. But we'll have to table this until the next conversation, which is going to happen next week, because the end of the Dynasty Hot Sauce podcast is upon us. So let me. Oh, motherfuckers! Everybody at the same time. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast.